What's up, former party people? This is Jerry, you know, the one who actually combs his hair on the A is for Alcoholic podcast. Now, if you're finding value in listening to the AIFA podcast every week and you want to support sharing it with others, we invite you to become a sustaining monthly or per show contributor. Go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. It's super easy and it only takes a quick moment. It's about as easy as buying one of those pre-cooked space chickens from the grocery store, taking it outside, giving it a big old kiss, and kicking it into traffic. (laughs) Why would you do that? Anyway, you do you, and I'll do me. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. And with that, people, let's start the show. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. Welcome to A's for Alcoholic, a Whoa. podcast where two friends have taken their love for liquor and bad decisions and turned it into a seat of judgment. <laughs> as I sit on high in my seat of judgment. Do you, how do you deal with, with judgment i mean do you do you ever catch yourself like just in your head when you're out like i mean i know we're not really out in the world but you ever be like man that motherfucker or and they're like well maybe i need to have some compassion or do you just the same judgment i had when i was drinking mm-hmm. honestly i never go look at that fucking degenerate alcoholic i don't judge people that i know have a problem i i i don't i judge the fucking amateurs that end up fist fighting in front of o'malley's down here on fourth ave in tucson but they might have a problem too so i guess i am just judging i judge the the nuisance of it the nuisance and the behavior nuisance the behavior but the person themselves like i don't know unless they're a garbage fucking person you know but and the world's full of those so yeah the world is full of those no as far as recovery judgment like i know lots of people who went who got sober and started drinking again and i have no i feel sad more than judgment yeah 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 but i mean i was around a bunch of drinking people this whole weekend in nogales how was that it was weird because uh it was a really weird cross-section of people right there was about 15 people at this party which is a larger gathering than i've been to in a long time we just hit our two weeks with our vaccine so we're two weeks out so now we're at like almost full efficacy so we went down there the cross-section of people that were there were either vaccinated or had already had covid Hmm. You know what I mean? Because it it burned through that town I grew up in, like wildfire. Everybody got hmm. it. So they either had a really bad case of COVID or they all just got their last shot. So it was strange. But I was around a bunch of people drinking and whatever. It's part of the culture down there, you know? Like it's Easter. Let's get fucking buzzed, you know? And then I was like hitting my vape and somebody's like, what are you vaping on over there? And not meaning like, what are you vaping? lemon drop you know they were like yeah. well you vaping weed and i'm like no nah, dude i'm this is nicotine i'm boring man i don't i don't drink fucking tecates and fucking smoke weed no no, no I, I, I eat fucking macaroons dude you know what i'm saying like i wild out on fucking candy that's what i'm doing over here dude macaroons are good i could go for a cookie mm-hmm. hey, that's why I'm, I'm so grouchy today i think maybe i'm hitting the end of that sugar rush i had a shitload of sweets over the weekend oh because it was easter because yeah. you, got, you got folks who celebrate easter there everybody does even the people here who aren't religious celebrate yeah. easter it's a, okay you got children you celebrate easter if, that's true okay yeah you got children you were raised around mexican americans <laughs> you know you get to celebrate easter and with the mexican americans you need know, to go to church you go to mass friday and saturday and hmm. fucking sunday and sunday is the day you get fucking lit up you have a party you have a carne asada you have carne asada and you fucking drink fucking beer and smoke weed and listen huh. to weird music yeah the kids get hurt the kids get hurt <laughs> always some kid falling down hitting their face searching for eggs we did two easter egg hunts yeah it was it's just it's weird it's just the different it's the fucking mexican-american twist on what you know middle america does mm-hmm. yeah yeah i guess i've just never been around it and easter's always been a been a work thing right i've always been working mm-hmm. in a restaurant so you're like oh, i gotta go eat or i gotta go work easter brunch or easter something. brunch right yeah Ugh. and like i never even heard easter brunch so i started hanging around white people and i'm a white person i like <laughs> right. look you know i'm like you know 
I don't know. White person around my Oregon white people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I look like me, but they'd be like, so we're going for Easter brunch. And I'm like, what the fuck is Easter brunch? I thought we were supposed to drink like nine tall boys, smoke a joint and listen to fucking narco corridos and let the kids get hurt. <laughs> you know, it's funny being, being around, um, you talk about being around people who drink and the, the sort of the divide or the, the misunderstandings that come up and, I was at work and one of the guys at work who like we work together, I don't, we don't know him. I don't know him very well. And he says, Hey, John, and I, we've, I've mentioned this before that I don't drink. And I've said, and I usually just put it as I drank very, I've drank for a very long time and I drank a lot and I drank plenty and I don't drink anymore. And he's like, Hey, John, you want to go out for a drink later? And I was like, no, I'm good. He's like, are you sure, man? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And I was like, I can't. And he said, it's my birthday today. I said, well, happy birthday, dude. I'll have a slice of cake with you. Mm-hmm. And it was just, um, and I don't know, I can't really, like, it's not really a moment where I can be like, is everything all right, dude? Are you, because uh... I don't know why he would ask me that other than he just didn't remember the several times I've told him I don't drink. Yeah, he probably doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I didn't remember. He's got his own thing going on. You're going to yeah. intervene some 25 year old. You're ready. <laughs> I think he was 20. Yeah, you just ready yeah. to spread recovery everywhere. Aren't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Leave these fucking people alone, man. Let them hey, drink. Well, I didn't bring it They're up. Like, listen, listen, <laughs> I used to drink a lot. You know, like I had someone offer me a drink when I was hanging art at a bar. I was in a bar with mm-hmm. all the day drunks looking at the day drunks and being like, stop y'all y'all are me. And this dude's like, you want, you know, the, I got offered cocktails multiple times, but I'm not like, I guess I just don't think I just say no. I'm like, no, I'm good. Can I have a Diet Coke? Yeah. So that's different because but no one ever presses. No one ever presses on it, you know? And that was, that was, I got the offered difference. a few drinks over the weekend. Yeah. I, I got offered like, drinks by my sister-in-law who's drunk as fuck, fucking around joking. You want a drink? I'm like, yeah, I want a drink, bitch, but I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. But I didn't yeah. really want to drink. I was just joking. It was right. being saucy. Well, yeah, you're, you're saucy. But, yeah. Boozy, ratchet. I'm a uh, savage. Cranky. Cranky, <laughs> pissed off. Whatever, um, but it was savage. Anyway, that's funny, though. In your mind, you're like, why don't you remember? And how old is this guy? How old was he 29. turning? 14? 29. Might as well be 14. <laughs> just alienated all our listeners in their nah. 20s. Nah. No, but he's just like a kid. He forgets. He's probably out partying all the time. And he's just like, mm-hmm. what do I care about the old guy with the Jack Nicholson hair? <laughs> Got all about that dude. Oh, that dude's he's, sober. He's Sucks the one who starts saying that shit to me. He'd be in the kitchen and he'd look at me and go, Wendy. Yeah, dude. He probably just didn't even think, like, remember. Because uh, it's so important to you, but nobody gives a fuck. Unless right. you bring it up and make them uncomfortable, which I did this weekend, too. It makes other people uncomfortable because it makes them kind of... It's so weird. I'm, I, it's not a stigma. I just don't drink because I'm a piece of shit when I drink. And I figure that out. And I can't stop drinking. We already know this. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know. You know that you're a piece of shit when you drink. And when you uh-huh. drink, you can't stop fucking drinking. I mean, like, I don't want to sound like that dude in the meeting, every meeting I go to. And the dude, there's always a dude who says, there's all those old dudes. They always say the same shit. It's like the bookend. Get a sponsor. Work the steps. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, it works for the new people. But you got to really up your material. This sounds awful. I shouldn't be saying this. Shit. No, please, no. So, so hang on. But I because- just, I, I just, I feel like a. Sometimes I feel like I'm just saying the exact same thing every podcast, not realizing that people pick up this one. They go, oh, what is, what's P about, you know? And not realizing that maybe I do have to send out that message that I can relate to you. That. I'm a fucking shitty person when I drink most of the time and I can't stop drinking when I start drinking and I'd rather. And, I, and then if I drink too many days in a row, I want to fucking die. Like literally take myself. my own fucking life. Yeah, yeah. More so than I normally do, you know? <laughs> and that's a tough thing to say to somebody on their birthday when they're like, I don't hey, say you that shit go- though, yeah. because they don't need that shit. If they ask no. me, I'll tell you that shit, but I don't say that shit. Well, that was the thing though. is mm-hmm. like, he, I don't ever bring it up. No, I know somebody you don't. else you don't have always your brings it up. Dopeless hope dealer shirt on, dude. <laughs> no, ask dude, me I, about my recovery. I come to work. My favorite yeah. is they pass the wine around at lineup, mm-hmm. and I've got my mask on, and so I just swivel the wine and then put it up to my face with the mask on, like I'm smelling right. it, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting hints of. 
cotton, bad breath. Like, yeah. you know, like it smells like smells like basement. <laughs> you just got to slowly pour it out next time and drop it like a mic. Mm-hmm. Just drop the glass, let it yeah. shatter and be like, what? Um, just you got like more glasses me. in here. There's more Grapefruit. fucking wine. Minerality. Sure. Yeah. Great. Sure. You know, I don't want to drink your stupid wine. I don't. But um, <laughs> this is about judgment. Here I am going, fuck your uh-huh. wine. Well, I just have to be, I'm just in it. And so I'm around it. And so no, you are, up, you absolutely are. It, all of us are though. That's the thing. You're more so in it because it's part of your industry, but we're all in it. It's in the world. Cannot mm-hmm. avoid it. You will never, unless you go live in a cave, which is if that's what you're down to do, you're not going to avoid it. It's just there. Never will not be there. Yeah. You will never not get offered a drink unless you have a dopeless hope dealer shirt on. <laughs> yeah exactly right or like i don't know i mean i wear a little aa necklace but i like it you know i'm like it reminds me of like what the program did for me you know and, mm-hmm. but you know i don't know yeah i just um i mean whatever 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 works for people and whatever is in they're interested in and i don't i really don't try to push it i really don't I know you Jerry. don't i know and i know that sometimes it's like hey you want to go out for a drink and you're like you just get a chair flip it so you sit in it backwards you're like let's let's just have some real talk want to talk about drinking i'll talk about drinking flip it. boom you know what it does to your liver uh i mean i was talking to i was texting with joe and he's he's uh very much on the he said he was reading about what alcohol does to your liver and it was terrified him. And I think that that's, that's good enough for some people that they're right. They see the health, you know, Oh, you liver scarring. And they're like, Oh, I don't want Depends that. on what age though. Cause if you're just turning 30, you're fucking bulletproof. You don't give a fuck. You're 30. Mm-hmm. Nothing will ever hurt you when you're 30. Nothing. I don't, I, I, I know we'll probably get an email, but I, it's very rare that I meet a 30 year old who's like, man, I'm really worried about my liver. I don't give a fuck, dude. They're like, how am I going to pay rent? The liver gonna... is evil. It must be punished. Right. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. dude. Our livers don't exist. That was a, I was reading this book about the Sierra Madre mountains. And that was one of the Mexican um, cheers. They do. They say it in Spanish. The liver does not exist. It's just so deep. The fucking justification and the rationalization to have another drink. Who cares? I don't fucking care. Like I, I'm not even trying to take away like the way you feel about it. I don't, you want to fucking drink, drink. Don't hit my wife and my, me and my kid in my car. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. don't fuck things up, but you want to get drunk. I don't give a fuck. Go get drunk. I don't fucking care. Like I don't care. Cause it's around me. It's never going to go away. I've accepted it. I'm like, people are going to do it. If you're having a problem and you're hurting, come talk to me. I'll shoot the shit with you. I'll tell you my problem. I'll tell you my journey. But other than that, there's there's nothing I can do. It, it is right. amazing though that the way people do justify it, who are in deep denial. But other than that, yeah, quien sabe? Good luck, good luck out there in the world in your future well, endeavors. You, <laughs> Drinking you Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, thinking it's funny. Didn't we drink that that one time? We were just oh, drinking all the time. Dude. It was Thunderbird, and we were yes. sitting there, and Megan was like. Oh, I kind of like this. this yeah, is, dude. Like uh, we're all swirling the fucking Thunderbird. At and our homegirl that we were with was like, you drink uh-huh. enough, it turns your tongue black. And you were like, I want my tongue to turn black. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is like a year long process. Like you have to drink it all the time. But I would drink um, that fortified wine constantly when I lived in Seattle because they wouldn't take my ID at one liquor store because I had an Arizona ID that never expires. And the other liquor store is too far away to walk to but there was a gas station by my house. And if I ran mm. out of whiskey, which I always did, there was never enough fucking whiskey. I just walked to the Valero and get two bottles of Thunderbird and drink those in a night or get, um, yeah, two bottles of MD 2020. Never that Boone's farm shit though. I like Walter would drink that sometimes. I'd be like, why are you it drinking that? It was, was just, it, it was more like fucking Kool-Aid. It didn't really have, it didn't pack the punch. It did, I, but it if didn't... you plugged your nose and drank the whole thing, tried to drink the whole bottle in two swallows, not two swallows, but in two goes, like mm-hmm. I would I would hold my nose and take that Thunderbird and tilt my head back and drink half that bottle, like in one drink, and then put the bottle down and wait a few minutes, go smoke a cigarette, let it kind of sit, and then go back inside and pound the other half. And then the rest of the night, maybe Coda might have left a couple beers. That'll help me like nurse the habit, the, the hand to mouth. You know what right, I mean? But right. to get that... Usually that's why I buy two bottles though. So I can hand to mouth the second bottle. Actually, mm-hmm. you just pour that in a tumbler. Watch oh, it's good. always sunny. 
be like John and Coda are working. I mean, I got no one to hang out with. I'm drinking Thunderbird by myself. It's my Friday night. Megan's in your fucking Portland doing a photo shoot. Didn't (sighs) leave me with it. You know what I mean? Watching reruns. She like didn't didn't take me to the liquor store before she left. So I'm like, fuck, dude. Wasn't even reruns back then. It was just pull some DVDs (sighs) off the shelf, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. So today. I've been, uh, I wanted to do peas for personality crisis. Um, New York Dolls. Yeah. Which that was part of why I, I've been, I've been thinking about it lately, but also I really like that. So I like the New York Dolls. I like that song. I like that yeah, album. It's great. Um, Buster Poindexter, hot, hot, hot. You know the, you know the one. Yeah, I don't Anyhow. like that song though. <laughs> um, but, but I have had some interactions with people lately, friends of mine, where, I felt like, and I don't want to, I'm not, I'll just speak in generalities. Mm -hmm. One of them, there was, we were having a conversation and some of the conversation felt a little on their part, felt a little narrow-sided and they were talking about, it just sounded a little misogynistic. And I was like, well, you know, you can't really, it sounded to me like somebody who, had some resentments they weren't dealing with and were focusing them out toward women mm-hmm. as the problem. So I already and know the first person you're talking about. You do. You know who both these people are, but oh, I don't want to yeah. like, I don't want to give it away. So I won't say anybody. I was just fucking around. Let's go. Yeah. But yeah. But, so, and I was like, what it sounds to me like is people who have resentments who are blaming other people. And I also don't think it's a good idea to um, blame victims of any sort of violence. Um, yeah. Why would you do that? even if the assumption is that perhaps some people might manipulate a system or abuse the fact that people are going to believe them like that, that is such a minute amount of, of people that right. it would be pointless to, to base the entirety of it on these few people that might want mm-hmm. to abuse the system. Right. Right. So I was having this conversation and it didn't really go anywhere. I didn't get, I didn't get like, I didn't attack the other person. I just simply said, it sounds to me, like shit that people aren't dealing with. Yes, there are externalities and yes, there are policies that are put in place. And yes, there are um, uh, there are systems that could be looked at, right? But it didn't go anywhere, but it just kind of sat with me. And I was like, huh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how many more of these conversations I can have with this person. And the other one was with somebody else who you know, and we were in the car and they were irritated and exasperated by every single fucking thing. And I was like, what's up, dude? Like, are oh, you I love right? this. This is like me pretty much. Um, so. And I, I, it, we were driving in the car. It's just like, every, it's like fucking bicyclists. Get those fucking pieces of shit off the road. I got to fucking drive here. And I was like, whoa. Oh, no, I'm not mad about that. But yeah. No, but it was, uh-huh. it was all these little things throughout the entire day that we were hanging out together. Mm-hmm. And it just, I just felt like. I felt like these people are my friends, right? Deeply, uh-huh. but also I don't want to be around this behavior. Right. And it's not my job to change this behavior. Right. So I just felt like there was a, there was kind of a shift going on for me. Now it's also the seasons are changing and I'm feeling a little bit better about things. And, you know, I've, uh, and, but it was just these two specific things. And then, you know, my past relationship, um, you know, we hung out together and it was really great and it was good, but it was also a reminder of the fact that that had ended. Oh yeah. And Mm -hmm. so like things, it kind of felt like things were shifting for me and I don't really know how to define it other than like, maybe I'm the one who's changing and maybe I'm the one who is moving on and it doesn't have to be this like me against them or I can still appreciate these people or be around them in small doses or whatever do you know what i mean like i don't yeah i'm not like gonna put my draw a line in the sand and say this is this is where i won't go necessarily Mm -hmm. other than to drink but i just felt like i am maybe the one who has been changing and i'm fine with that but it was just like i didn't want to be around these people that i had spent time with many many times in the past and i was like huh like it just didn't, we didn't jibe in the same way. Yeah. And so I felt like, who the fuck am I? Not like, who are you? But 
who am I? What am I? Am I the same? I'm obviously not the same person. You're changing. You're absolutely changing. And what's acceptable to you, what used to be accept, what they're comfortable expressing to you used to be acceptable to you. And now it isn't because you've had some type of change and it's not a recent change. You've always kind of been feeling, actually, you were more, you're more at, you're more of an advocate for it during your recovery than you were before, but Mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, it's Um, you. It's absolutely yeah. you. Yeah, because these people are still in their slots. You know, the second person I can relate to because I get annoyed, but I also try not to express it. Although there are tons of people in this house who would disagree <laughs> and feel like you're such a fucking rain cloud. And I'm like, I just mm-hmm. can't help the fact that I wear everything on my sleeve. But I mean, the first person. <sighs> I just feel like they're watching too much of the wrong YouTube. And it's just the first person you hang out with is Q adjacent. You need to Mm -hmm. talk to your Q adjacent friend. And I don't, you don't need to do shit. If I were in that position, I would have stopped hanging out with that person. Absolutely. 100%. I'd have been like, I probably would have said, yo, this is weird. What you say makes me uncomfortable. And then just Mm -hmm. fucking been like, like Patrick Swayze, dude, I would have ghosted their ass, dude. Just fucking faded (laughs) off. Muted them on fucking Instagram muted them on facebook i mute people all the time on instagram yeah I have, yeah i don't see anybody's shit really just because people annoy me and instead of i don't there's no use arguing online and if you're and if this is the person i know we're talking about you've already said that this friend has issues with like men's rights and shit like that and you know it's not mm-hmm. lady's fault that his he has some fault in within his personality mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what i mean like you start pointing fingers at everybody else not realizing that there's four more pointing back at you, bro. Three, 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 three more, yeah, three more. Anyway, it's, I don't know. Blaming everybody else for your fucking problems is some bullshit. And I do it. That's how I know it's bullshit. Cause I do it. Cause you do wrong. it. And it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's just me dealing. So like there, these both sound like you had some negative toxic experiences. Sounds like you've had a bunch with both these people because at this point it's starting to bother you. Like, well, what do I do about it? Mm-hmm. You know? And I know you're not asking me for advice. But well, I mean, I, sure. I ghost, dude. I'm so non-confrontational. Sometimes, I mean, I can be a crabby asshole. If I conf- confront you, that means we're comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. You know. But if I'm not like close to you, I just ghost. I don't fucking want to deal with your ass. Like, that's too much effort. And I'm not going to change you. You want to be unhappy because people won't fuck you? People won't fuck you because you're unhappy, dude. Get your shit together. Find the simple things in your fucking life and stop blaming women for your problems. Like, mm-hmm. for real, 100%. That shit infuriates me. Women have it tough enough as it is, dude. Yeah. You don't walk and- down the street with the fucking threat of being raped constantly. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a big fucking tall dude. Nobody's going to rape your ass, dude. You're just going to go to your car and be mad that you're like, man, ain't nobody fuck me. <clears throat> I'm going to yeah. do it for myself. I'm like, nobody wants to fuck you because you say gross shit. Don't say gross <laughs> shit. And I, when I was having the conversation with him, <laughs> oh I was God, trying, well, no, I no, just, it's, it makes me so, right. the, especially the women thing. The second you're thing right. is just, your second thing is your friend's fr- friend's probably fucking unhappy and hungover. If I yeah. know you're talking about, this is fucking hella crudo, yeah. hella fucking hungover, hella bummed out because they're in their fucking forties and still drinking like a 20 year old, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're uncomfortable. You're unhappy. I get it. I've been there. But the first one, I'm like, you're steering this ship, dude. You know the deal, too. You're just. I'm going to say that to him, too. And we, the, because I try to frame the conversation in well, that. Don't tell him I said it because he'll come looking for my ass. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> but I, I'm, just I'm gonna... one day he decides to listen to this podcast. He's going to be like, mm-hmm. fucking bolt those dicks. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this is this is just my current my current experience. It must be women. So, right, and I was just like, that's not it it's, it's, it's your problem. And, you know, and you're right that, that, that you're steering the ship. And again, there are, there are, I've learned this over the last year, there are serious externalities in my own world that have affected my, my personality have affected my abilities have affected my feelings and emotions. Women have never been one of them. Well, dude, women don't owe anybody anything. Women do not owe you pussy straight up. You are not entitled to that shit. 
Mm-hmm. This, you're not entitled because you have a dick or because you're straight. You're not entitled to it. You don't. You're not entitled to anything. It. It's, it's like not- if I walked into your yard and started eating all your fucking pears, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "They're there. They're delicious. I'm entitled. I see it. So it yeah. owes me because I'm a nice guy. I'm one of the nice guys, man. No, you're not. Pear. No. No. Yeah. If you say you're a nice yeah. guy, you're gross. You're gross. You need therapy. And so I was trying to frame it in like, <laughs> look at yourself and stop watching right. this shit rather mm-hmm. than, and maybe I should have been a little more aggressive with him. Well, but, but that puts people on the defensive, right? It's easy and, for me to say that in this empty room. Right. And that's what I was trying not to do. Right. It's like, hey, look at it this way. Like, because I would like for this person to, at the very least, change their mind a little bit or- They might, they probably will never will though, John. Or I'm going to say- I don't want to fucking talk about this anymore. Right. That's it, and that was that was yeah. the next thing in my head. It reminds me of drinking that circle, that endless circle of drinking. I drink because I feel like shit, and then I feel like shit because I drink, so I drink, and then I feel like shit. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. exactly what it reminds me of is that that negative feedback loop. I watch stupid shit on YouTube that affirms my bias. Mm-hmm. And then I go out in the world and affirm my bias some more. So then I go back and watch more dumb shit that affirms my bias and it just goes in a loop and I'm unhappy. So that affirms my bias because I'm unhappy and it must be someone else's fault instead of, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. You know exactly what I mean because you're fucking drunk. We're sitting here two drunks talking about being Whoa. in a negative feedback loop. That's how we lived for almost 20 years. Yeah. Negative. Yeah. And I still do it. I, I cannot, I mean, I cannot stress enough that. I'm guilty of it. Not with women. Like I get like that shit. I don't, that's dumb. I don't try not to base biases on against other people on their things. They can't help. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do. politically, I will put a bias against you. Cause you can help that shit. Like you can change your mind, but there's some things you can't help as a person or some things that you have no control over. The um, other thing is just so-and-so being irritable and being like, fuck all these bikers. How dare they exist while I'm well, hung it was over, literally, it was pooping my pants. It was irritable, restless, and discontent. And it was and like hung over. constant hungover mm-hmm. and that the anxiety. And I was just like, are you, I, and I can't really talk to him about like, hey, um, are you all right, buddy? They're like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, are you? Well, I, and especially if the person is an active alcoholic, which I don't know if they yeah, are, aren't, well, but if they're, or they're drinking alcoholically, probably. actively, you approach them like you are right. It becomes, they get defensive. Cause they're like, don't right. take this booze away from me. This is the only thing that makes me feel better from feeling like shit. And then I feel like shit again. So I got to feel better. It's weird, man. And I, I want to say like, and I, again, I don't want to project, but also I've known this person for a long time mm-hmm. and I've, I know what it's like to be in that loop. Right. Oh yeah. Right. And so I want to be like, Hey man, are you upset because we don't, we can't just go out and get a drink and sit at a bar in the afternoon and fucking, you know, yep. work mm-hmm. on a blackout by 8 PM. Right. Probably maybe, probably. but I, I would be projecting, but I would, I think I'm, it's fairly accurate that that's probably still I don't know if it's still an issue, but I mean, in the moment where I'm like, hey, yeah, let's go hang out. And the hanging out is whatever it is. It's not, you know, getting a Jamba Juice is not the same thing as a fucking shot of right. rum. It's in a dark bar at the afternoon. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you know, I just I mean, feel separation from these mm-hmm. people. Absolutely. Well, they're sick and you're not as sick as they are. <laughs> I'm still I'm still sick, but I'm yeah, not absolutely. Sick. You are. Yeah. So am I. But so am I. And I remember my spot. I had a problem with somebody I worked with who was incredibly toxic. They were misogynist. They were sexist. They were transphobic. They were homophobic. They were mildly racist. I had to listen to their crap all fucking day. And when I was drinking, I would buy into the crap and repeat the crap and laugh about all the shit because it was funny to me. And as I got more sober and more into recovery, I realized like, this is gross. This all this shit is gross. And I remember talking to my sponsor about it, being like, I fucking really hate this person. Like, I hate, hate this person. And he was like, yo, dude, that dude's sick. I mean, like if your wife, best friend was sick, would you hate them for being sick? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, treat him like a sick person. And I was like, bullshit. I don't fucking want to. It feels a lot better to hate their asses than to treat mm-hmm. them like a sick person. But then I found that when I did I look at them like, oh, this person's sick. It made me feel a little better. I still didn't want to hang out with them, but no. it made me feel a lot less resentment towards them, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to work on in myself is not feel resentment to right. 
also obviously compartmentalize not only the time that I spend with these people, <laughs> yeah. but the, the, mm-hmm. the ways in which we spend that time and the, mm-hmm. the topics of conversation. And, you know, I think that that's, again, that's something that I will need to, I don't I mean, want to say be more it's uncomfortable, but, but be more assertive without assertive set boundaries. That's exactly what I was going to say is it'll be uncomfortable, but if you just in a friendly way, set boundaries and be like, yo man, I know you feel this way, but I'm uncomfortable with it. Like, it just makes me like, that's fucked up. You can honestly be like, that's fucked up. Makes me feel weird. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something else that we have in common or just change the subject entirely. Yeah. I guess here I'm giving you advice. Like I do, I don't do any of this shit. I, I just, know you don't, but I, I, I ghost. I, like I said, I disappear. I'm just like, Oh, you're going to talk about Trump and Q. Goodbye. You know, like, like Marty McFly's picture back to the future. I just disappeared no, for the I legs up, dude. To you, because even in, even with you, even in your fucking crankiest moments, I mm-hmm. feel more, and we don't agree on everything, but. No, you weird me out. Yeah, but I, I love you though. But you weird me <laughs> well, out. My last, my last video I did of me doing crunches, I covered my feet in case you came across it. I didn't. You know, I just sometimes didn't watch me. him. I just swipe by. I'm like, oh, he's working out again. Cool. I like. Is, am I gonna get a video of John crying in his car? Swipe. <laughs> but you and I are very different. You like to share everything, and I'm like, I share some stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to show everybody everything. I don't need to mm-hmm. show everybody everything. So. I yeah, that shit secret, dude. But I appreciate, but I appreciate your your input, and I know that we both I'm, come from. A I'm very sorry, I'm so critical sometimes. Place. I asked you to be. I know, but honestly. there are times where I'm critical, and I feel bad. Like John's just trying to express his newfound self, and here I am making fun of him for doing crunches. No shit. I'm up. making, dude, dude. I'm making fun of myself. I mean, this is part of what I was writing about this morning about my personality mm-hmm. and the, the the. I love the. I love irony, and I love like. That's what it jokes is. on myself because this is all ridiculous. Sometimes all I can't ridiculous. tell. Sometimes I'm like, he's fucking serious. So that's so you know what's funny is I was fuck? running the other day and I cruised by a guy that I know from the program and we sat we stopped and we chatted for a little bit um in front of his garage. And he's like, Sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. And I was like, Well, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> he said exactly the same thing. And I was like, You should probably uh, err dude. on the side of me joking. Because yeah. like these are just little moments I have in my head, and I'm like, like <laughs> why is he crying in his car? And you're just like, love hurts. <clears throat> like I had a good one. Today. Well, there were and a whatever. couple moments that was that was genuine. So I mean, I know, but see, I can't. I don't do that. But also, I'm from a very repressed fucking culture. Mm-hmm. I was raised very repressed with my feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, boys don't cry. That's how I was raised. You don't cry. No yodis. And then I found that song and fucking cried, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I listened to The Cure and I totally started crying, dude. Yaron. Is that what it is? No yodis, Yaron. Chion, Chia. Chia, Chia, Chia. Chia. Like a Chia. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that's slang for crying. Chiando. Chia. Chiando. It was always like, no Chias. No Chias. Yeah, they'd be like, cry, cry, cry. My mom to this day is still like, if I could complain all the time. I'm like, I'm just very vocal about my discomfort, as are you, Leanne. <laughs> I was just, I think in those moments, it was more of a release than it was me feeling sad about anything. It was just No, like, I know. I get it. I get good cries all the time. I just don't put it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And I was but thinking I'm also uncomfortable with sharing things like that. That's uh-huh. me. Like, I don't, like, I we did that one episode and I read that stupid letter and cried. And I hate that episode. I like, don't want to listen to it. Like I hate listening to it. I don't hate that it's out there. And then, you know, that group was like meeting, there was a you know group of people who were meeting up and they were talking about that and wanted us to attend. And you went and I was like, I ain't going to that. One of these people hear me get upset. Like, I don't even, I try not to cry in front of my wife and it's not about my masculinity. It's like a part of me that I'm really uncomfortable showing people. Yeah. Cause you know, I don't give a fuck about my masculinity. I'm like, eh, whatever well and i was thinking about that too because for me masculinity means it means strength it means kindness it means taking care of things taking Mm -hmm. care of myself taking care of other people when they ask (laughs) do you know what i mean like when they when they come to me for help being available for help Mm -hmm. um but also not shoving my fucking sobriety like you said you can swipe right past 
I'm not interested in, it's not like I'm making everybody. No, you're not. Pay. That's the thing is like, I have a choice. So I don't get mad at you. I just go like, okay, John. And then you could restrict me. You can delete me. You can mute. Me. I wouldn't delete you. No, but I you wouldn't restrict you. I might mute you. You might be, mute me for 30 days. Depends. No, I had to mute fucking gluten is not your problem. Cause there's always like someone pooing on a hot dog or something. It was it's bumming my ass out. It was always like, it's... let's pour cheese all over this shit. And then have Walter eat like a fucking something in the park. And I was finally like, yo, your food videos are grossing me out a little bit. Like, so I had to mute that one. Fair enough. Plus That's my fine. story would be like John running. John eating a food, like I don't know, chocolate cheese with Walter. And then like, I would have like five in a row just you because you have so many social media accounts. I'm like, this. like are much. we married? We ain't even married. <laughs> no. Um, so I, I've just been feeling this sort of, like it sounds, I hate the idea of a lot of the, all the jargon that we use, right? For around yeah. recovery and around like healing. And I don't know, do, do you think it's, um, do you think it's, it's better that we have this language in our regular talking these days, like therapy language, or do you I feel think like it makes it more accessible yeah. for us to be able to express ourselves? Right. Right. But, but do you think I, it discounts it? No, but I think sometimes it, for the outsider, it comes off as insincere. Yes. Yes. That's yes. the thing. That's my biggest concern. Right. But it just feels like something big is shifting inside of me. That was the point I, I wanted to say. And there that is, without, there is though. Without, right. Without me making fun of you. But I'm gonna make fun of you though. Well, I just wanted I wanted some big want... is shifting in you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I gotta your, evacuate your, here soon. Your yeah. Butt. yeah. Yes, in your butt. Like right in your butt, <laughs> around your butthole area. <laughs> so well. It's so all right. That's, but that's the thing is I wanted to say that, and I but I wanna I want it to because it's I genuinely feel it with with all of the relationships in my life. Yeah. And so it's it's a real thing at least yeah to me today and that may change and and whatever well, and it's but it's valid though just because mm -hmm. you're feeling it doesn't mean it's not do you know what i mean just because you feel uncomfortable with it doesn't restrict its validity or, or mm -hmm. to, do you, but i think you're just hitting that point what what was acceptable to you before is now becoming unacceptable and it's not yeah. even about like flat out hate speech or do you know, like in your first case, there's some intolerance there and it's probably mild intolerance at this point. Mm -hmm. They're not, it's not full fledged red pilled fucking men's so. rights intolerance, but it's enough that you're like, Hey man, like the way you think I'm uncomfortable with it mm -hmm. and it's not working for you. It's not good. Look, it's stinky. And the second one, you're just like, yo man, this negativity before was kind of funny because I, I think I was made, negative too. Right. And so it, it like, I guess maybe what was the word I was looking for justified your own negativity as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I, I, I just was like, it's such a beautiful day and we're going for a fucking drive and it's glorious outside and let's go get a fucking Jamba juice. I got and your friends probably like banana thing. And I'm no. just like, mm -mm. and you're whoever's driving the car is like, I have a migraine. I might shit my pants. I need to get a fucking drink. And I'm stuck with my AA friend in the car. <laughs> fuck dude i just want a shot of rumpy in a dark bowling alley or wherever whatever right. is open in fucking sonoma and you're over here like let's get some jamba juice i feel like fuck you get your own fucking jamba juice i think i bought i, I paid for it um, No, but, I yeah. know. but still I've yeah been in those situations with you drunk where i've been like fuck you john like i'm not going to the grass-fed angus hamburger place i just want it in and out yeah you know, speaking of hamburgers, I remember that one time you came to visit me in Napa and we went and got burgers. That's like what we I was referring so, to. Yeah, we were so fucked up, hungover. Yeah. We got the burgers and we came home and we both just had like intestinal distress, mm -hmm. one bathroom. And then I remember that day we both sat in, op you came to visit me for like five days. Right. That, that was that last rooms. real, I think that might've been the last time we drank together. I think so. Was that was like, the last time I drank with 13? you, I think. 2012. Yeah. yeah. And then I got sober in 2014. I don't think we ever drank together in person. We'd do it on Zoom like this, though. Remember? I, <laughs> we did, yes. The Walter and John show, and Walter had his ties hanging up on mm -hmm. a hanger behind. And you'd sit there <laughs> yes. in no shirt and, like, slap him in the face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. But that was the last time we drank together. And I just remember mm -hmm. that last day being in opposite rooms, like, just being on our computers. like Looking you know, at Reddit. Looking at Reddit. Feeling like 10 pounds of shit in a two pound bag. I was just getting uh -huh. ready to get on a train. 
Oh. I just had to get on a train. And, and I was just it. like glad to see you go so I could be fucking hung over in peace. Mm-hmm. And like just and I was glad to go so I could just get drunk on the train. Exactly, and right? Try not to throw up on the train, dude. So I mean, I'd go to Jamba Juice with you, dude. Right now, like I would yeah, be like, let's yeah. go get a fucking green juice and go be for like, a run. Let's and fucking I'm go. Like, I'd be like, maybe not run, but we'll get some juice though. Probably run though. You don't want to go for a run? You don't want to do uh you're gonna be ready. I do the I do the early morning runs, dude. Right now it's too hot. That's true. We're in Arizona. <laughs> I was just waiting Seriously, for the sun to come just, out, so I can I'm gonna yeah. go after this. No, I lifted weights today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's run, and I'll probably get up and run at like mm, seven because Damn. it'll be like sixty-eight by yeah. seven. Yeah. That's awesome. If I run around nine, it'll already be like in the high eighties and it'll kick my fucking, I'm not used to it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, um, well, when you're running in, in the heat like that, well, see, I'm, I'm just fucking crazy. Like I would just run in that heat and then I would stop by a gas station and where they have like the water pump and uh-huh. I would just like douse myself with water and like drink out of that. And it's then you get going. Rona dude, <laughs> you get that Rona drinking out of that gas pump. <laughs> i would that's what i was doing gas station near me though it's like literally this trail that goes out around the desert i mean it's on the side of the road so if i collapse at least someone will see me laying there but but if i go early enough it's nice because it starts hitting the hundreds here gosh in a few weeks yeah like i imagine in the next mm, i'm gonna say we're gonna hit 100 by the beginning of may what about a water pack i could wear a camelback yeah there's like 50 of them in this house i just haven't done it yet yeah yeah. I want to, I want to try, I want to find one, like a little one so that I can kind of yeah. go a little bit further. My brother-in-law has so many, cause they hike and they, they're outdoor. They love being outside and walking outside. Mm-hmm. So they just, they just fucking rock them. And he's got like four or five different bladders, you know, it's called the water bladders. He's like, this mm-hmm. one I use for hunting. This was just for a day hike, you know, like <clears throat> dude, my brother-in-law, I have to, you know, I, I admire his fucking, his, his tenacity. No, his commitment. Like he puts on a 40 pound backpack and he walks on the treadmill at like four miles an hour at like a six, 7% incline with like a 40 Mm -hmm. pound backpack to like work his heart. And I'll go in there and he'll be doing steps with a, he'll load, he'll drop two more weights in the backpack. So it'll be a 70 pound backpack and he'll, he'll like, he has a step and he like steps up, steps down, steps up, steps down, you know, it does step exercises with a full pack on. Damn. He's just like, I'm going to do it. And it's like all cardio all the time too. Like he rides his bike. He's like, I'm too heavy to run. Like, I don't like running because it hurts my joints. Cause he's mm-hmm. a bigger, you know, he's a bigger guy, mm-hmm. but that dude's strong, man. And like, he just, yeah. I've always admired that. Yeah. We're like working out dudes. Like every once in a while we'll, or we'll overlap where I'll have to stretch while he's working out. And it's weird. I don't know if you ever worked out with another person before, but I haven't, it's been a very no. solitary thing for me. I've only so I'm in there doing my running stretches while he's fucking on bicycle, listening to punk rock. And it's just so funny to have both of us in a garage working out it's just so bizarre <laughs> it's it's a, it's a different just because i don't do life. it in front of everybody yeah right it's a very different life yeah well i think too that's part of what i have been coming into as far as like why i share overshare or whatever is like i just i've kind of gotten to this point where i know how ridiculous i look and then i haven't gotten a haircut in over a month um i finally have been able to put it in a ponytail or somebody else once oh no i've seen it, it called it uh, chump stump chump stump who's called that coda the stump. guy i work with he's like oh you mean you got oh, i like your little chump stump back there and i was like yeah are, it's, so are you gonna cut your hair once you're fully vaccinated or are you owning this i mean i don't see anything wrong with it it's definitely different than the john i know i think i'm gonna roll with it again because i don't know who i am these days right so it's like why not just explore this avatar of me yeah and then I can always go back. Although yeah, you can always go and get a haircut. This is I can just get a haircut. This, yeah, this Bukowski fucking trail. Of, it's like a trail of sadness. Yeah. Not on you though. It just looks like right. I don't know what I don't know what to make of you. Sometimes I'm like, does he have coke or not? <laughs> does he have coke or is he? Gonna or am I gonna get baby laxatives? Like right? No, dude. Or am I gonna have the best night ever? Or the fucking or worst, worst night ever? Yeah. Right. Oh, we're going to get up in the morning and do some wheatgrass shots and fucking go for a 10 mile run, Jerry. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and maybe a couple bumps of ketamine. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> I've been microdosing ketamine. I've been microdosing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, that's just kind of been where I've been at lately and especially very lately 
like, what the fuck am I doing and who am I? And like, what am I working on or toward, or does that even matter? Mm -hmm. Or should I just focus on what I'm doing today and not worry so much about, again, not worrying about how I'm perceived and not worrying about whether or not um, this fucking weirdness that I have is, is, is seen as good or bad, or I'm, I've become less interested in what other people think. That's good though. That's liberating because I would hate for me to clown on you. And then you feel self-conscious about it. No, you know what I mean? I'd rather you just pursue who you are. And if I'm uncomfortable with it, then I need to accept that. That's got nothing to do with you, but I will also tell you, Hey, that's a little too far. Just so you know, just, just so you know. Well, and I need you to be that that like you make fun are of your the... bare feet in an oat cookie video i'm like no dude just put some fucking crocs on bro i put i i intentionally just in cooking you work out barefoot that's fine but you're cooking right. man your feet are there like ugh, i intentionally man. puts in my last cooking video i oh, no, i saw it out of my socks so that was just for you <laughs> appreciate it um so yeah that's i've just been kind though. of like who am i supposed to be jerry and does it really matter as long as i'm Content, right? Isn't this the whole point of this thing is to find this serenity so that we don't drink anymore, right? Mm -hmm. That's the whole purpose of everything is to improve on yourself so that you don't need the alcohol to help you feel improved for a brief period of time. At least that's what I thought for it. When I first got in, I thought it was to be this spiritual warrior that fucking prayed to a koi fish and fucking, you know what? Because it's Eugene, Oregon back then. So I was like, oh, I need to walk on a sheet of papyrus and not leave a footstep and meditate in a, in the fucking woods. Really? That's what you, that's what you were. I really thought it was some new age hippie fucking like I needed to get really centered and get right with my God and, and, and all this shit. And as I, the more I went through it, I realized, no, I just need to feel all right. Like I just need to feel mm-hmm. all right enough that I don't drink. And then from there, what do I do now? Oh, I'm just mm-hmm. supposed to like actually enjoy life or at least accept, accept life. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Really? Even now I have problems with it. I woke up in a shit mood, man. I have to, I had to, I have an old iPad works like shit works horrible. Right. I need the new iPad for work, mm-hmm. but in order for me to do all this shit for the iPad, I have to back it up. I have to back it up on my computer, but my computer is in a big Tupperware under this bed. And what I do every night is I put out a cot. I sleep in a cot right here. I put out a cot. I make the whole cot. I put out the mat and everything. I put out the blankets. My wife and daughter in that bed because all three of us in that bed is a fucking nightmare. I never sleep. So sleep in this cot. So in the mornings, they're still sleeping. I'm like, I need to get to my computer to back up this new iPad that I haven't even cracked the box yet. I got it last night, right? And so I was just super bummed because I was like, it's my life. Like I had a house. I had a house and a cat and like all my shit and like a job, a career and then COVID hit and then the state caught on fire. And then we had a bunch of racial fucking disharmony in this fucked up country finally came to another head. Do you know what I mean? Everything took a left turn. So I had to like leave all my life. My whole life is in a storage shed, like downtown. We open up the storage shed and Megan's like, we got to go through here. And it like makes me sad as fuck. Cause I'm like, that's my whole life is in there. And I'm in this little, and I'm so grateful for what I have with my family. Like they're so accepting and cool, but there's some mornings where I'm in a 10 by 10 room on a cot. And I just want to get my fucking Mac mini out. So I can back up my stupid iPad but everybody's sleeping and I got to fold the cot up and then do all this shit. And it just, I just get bummed. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff in this room, but it'll pass. It'll pass. But I get sad. And then they're like, why are you sad? And I'm like, cause I had a life and now I have a different life that I'm uncomfortable with that I need to learn how to accept and be comfortable with it. That's the goal. Right. Cause I don't want to drink. Dude, well, drinking in a 10 by 10 room on a cop would suck with ass, dude. Right, it exactly. would fucking be horrible, dude. Could you imagine if you had to drink now with all this on top of it? It would be... I'd fucking... I'd just I, let the coyotes take me, dude. Basically, that's what yeah. I mean. I would just fucking run through every bush waiting for a rattlesnake. I'd just, just like, wander fucking... off with a gallon of whiskey and never come yeah, back? Yeah, never come back. Just you, You'll know me by my fucking cool shirt. You'll find my desiccated corpse with a cool shirt. No, I couldn't do it. We were driving home from Nogales yesterday, and I, I just had so many flashbacks of making that drive back hungover. Yeah. Hungover is because every time Megan would take me down to Nogales when we lived here previously, I would get fucked up at every family event because yeah. everybody else drank too. So I would get tore ass, dude. Mm-hmm. I'd be the drunkest fucking dude there by the end of the night. They'd be like, Jerry likes a party. Then I'd have to ride back in the car the next day feeling like awful, you know. 
I have those moments too, where I'll drive past somewhere or I'll be yeah. somewhere and I'm just- They're like, everywhere here for me. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're I'm literally like, everywhere. up beyond belief there. Or mm -hmm. um, there's like one little dive bar here and I was only in there like once. Or maybe or is that Sonoma or Napa? Sonoma. Mm -hmm. And um, I intentionally spilled a beer all over the fucking counter because I didn't like the bartender. He treated, I don't remember what the incident was. I was so drunk. And I was just like, I took my Stella and I fucking dumped it on the table and then left. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what an asshole. What an asshole. Did you do that? What was that? The quote from the bar you worked in where the guy spilled the beer on the bar and he said there was a time in your life where there, you didn't There have... was a time when you had nothing to clean up. That time, time has passed. That yeah, time has and, passed. And it became like this fucking rallying cry for us every time we that, did something awful. Mm -hmm, that time, time has passed. passed. Yes. Is that you? Except with your yeah. Stella just upside down. I just on fucking, it. yeah. Basically Dick. pretended to but, do that. To, that's not the worst thing you've ever done. Do you know no, what I mean? And like, but you can look back on that minor thing where you inconvenience someone. You're like, wow, I feel shame for that shit. Do I need, I think I need to go in that bar and make amends to that guy. If you'd like to. Wear. Yeah. I don't know. And then if he's a dick, you can turn over your water glass. <laughs> Order a Shirley Temple before you make the amends. And if uh -huh. he's a dick about it, then you can be like, well, I guess you deserve this. Yep. It was you all along. You were the problem, not me. Yeah, which that doesn't work. Um, oh, no, it doesn't not, really, but it feels not sustainably. Good, it feels good in the moment, but yeah, finding serenity and balance and blah blah blah. Serenity blah, now, blah. right? Right, serenity mm -hmm. now, and it's like a, it's not now. Maybe it could be serenity. And I'm thinking about you, and I don't, you know, even our conversations here are kind of in this bubble, and we have these parameters and stuff like that. And like, right, yeah. I didn't realize like you're all the the reality of your situation and when you talk about going to a storage shed and being like damn and you're sort of in this liminal space i'm in the middle time. right like she's talking she has already paid the draftsman so our, our blueprints are being drafted now mm -hmm. so now we need to talk to a independent contractor or not an a general contractor who come who's supposed to be here like next week sometime mm -hmm. who needs to then determine whether or not we need a surveyor then right. if we don't need a surveyor, we can move on to getting the, the the sewage and then the concrete pad and then the framing. So it's a process. So I will be in this room on that little cot for like another six months to eight months to a year or whatever. And it's something I have to accept. It's just part of what it is, you know. And then my kid's not in school. She's in, we're homeschooling her because the fucking governor here is a dickhead and he's like everybody can go back and get rona and just throw all the kids together into school and i'm like i'm not putting olive in that like i don't want my kid to get rona from some fucking trump dude's kid you know like it just doesn't work like that so i've got it's just there's a lot there's a lot going on here yeah. dude going to stay with my in-laws is like vacation i like slept in a bed and there's still three of us in that fucking bed but i had sure. like a, a bigger bed so yeah the cot's kind of comfortable though. I get to sleep from the window. Well, that's nice. <laughs> so Dude. no, but I mean, I, my, <laughs> I have a lot of um, sympathy is not the right word, but I, I, I understand. And like, I, and I, I appreciate you sharing like, Okay, it's a difficult time and like you're frustrated. Well, dude, I am frustrated, right? Because I have to do it's 20 steps to do what used to take me. Like I used to get up in my place in Eugene, have a cup of coffee, watch the news, and then work out. And then my day started, feed the animals, do the podcast right. once a week, do laundry and then paint. And now it's like a whole different thing. You know, like I right. get up, I have to bring my coffee in here. Wait, I don't want to wake them up. So I don't watch the news really anymore in the mornings because they're both still asleep. And that's probably for is, the best, Jerry. Yeah, I like the local news though. Okay. The Arizona okay. news is fucking hilarious. Dude, the guy does traffic here. His name is Big Al. That's it. Like, and his wife's the weather lady and she's like a good looking older, like she's like less of a cougar and more like a puma. Like mm. she's like a lot older, but anyway, they're like, and then she'll like cut to her husband and she'll be like big Al on traffic. And then big Al, of course, is not as big as he thought he would be. It's like medium sized <laughs> Al, but he's just, and then he's like, yeah, fucking traffic South Tucson, two fatalities. And this dude is telling you about people that died. And he's just like, anyway, moving on to Rio Rico, you know, and you're like, holy shit. But you got Al. more steps in your morning routine way more steps dude way more going yeah. on and then navigate around lots of other people here because yeah. there are nine of us in this house it's a big house though but mm -hmm. and i have no problem with that like my sister and my brother-in-law have a whole routine 
they do their whole thing. You know what I mean? They have their family. They have two kids. They've been doing things, right. living with my parents symbiotically for so long. Then my parents have their whole routine. Their whole room is like a whole other house. Like you go into their room and there's a living room in there and a bathroom. The only thing we really share is a kitchen, you know? Right. And after three o'clock, they go in there and close the door and watch their, that weird, their weird mysteries. Like their my stories. mom watches, dude, it is story. My mom watches like British detective shows about She watched Endeavor? Yes. <laughs> somebody is, told me i should watch that just fucking talking about it she likes like sherlock holmes she likes old british women who solve murders but not murder she wrote though that's too old like the newer ones yeah, on bbc and yeah and so they do that and then my dad reads the news and they just fucking you know eat snacks and then she'll come out and yell at a dog and go back in there it's funny as hell and me and megan are in this little 10 by 10 room where i'm watching youtube and she's like kms realty like you know like she's mm -hmm. on the phone working like she works mm -hmm. she works in this room she's not here right now because she's showing houses mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like we work in this room olive goes to school in this room i watch tv in this room they're like why don't you play video games with us i'm like because my wife's working so i can't make her listen to me fucking yell at you about overwatch well she's trying to sell a two hundred thousand dollar house that's actually worth <laughs> should be worth 80 but the economy's weird yeah yeah anyhow that's not that's neither here nor there so there's this ever shifting world and we are moving along in it and you know i think one of the things too that um i heard someone say is the world is changing and i hate it and yeah. i was thinking like that's a terrible position to have because you're never going to win that position you never will because everything changes. You will change as well. I imagine the person who has that position probably doesn't have it as strongly as they do now. Right. Well, Maybe they do. Maybe they're worse. Maybe they've deepened themselves into it. Yeah. Embedded themselves deeper into that sentiment. But I feel like, yeah, that's a useless sentiment. It doesn't work. Right. And I, I just, I, so I'm just trying to figure out like who I'm going to be in 2021. And I know this is, again, these kind of, these kind even of thoughts that's sound kind of corny. Useless. Yeah. Like, yeah. But even thinking, who am I going to be? You are who you are and you'll be who mm -hmm. you'll be. Like you have, yeah. eh, you only, the only thing you're in charge of is like you said, your avatar, which I love the way you put it. You're like, what avatar am I going to have for this year? Like, I love the way you put that. Cause I'm, it changed my perspective on your wild ass hair. <laughs> it's just an and, avatar. And your giant and beard. I'll... I'm like, he's right it's just like he's playing grand theft auto but in real life you know yeah, what i mean like it takes a little bit longer to switch the fucking do longer, the haircut right? yeah. yeah but uh i didn't think about it that way and who you're going to be in 2020 is who you are now but either more enlightened about things or more ignorant about things mm -hmm. or learning which is the way we should be we should just I, be learning dude i don't want to stop i don't really want to <laughs> stop learning and it sucks sometimes though it's yes, hard it does i don't yes, want to stop does. either but Learning you just sucks. told me that it was you're like you should just probably have an uncomfortable conversation because it would be better than you know dealing with it in your own head yeah but i'm a hypocrite because i don't have those very often myself fair enough i mean i mean do you know what i mean though nobody like i is, can give you advice but then not follow it myself nobody, nobody is really. innocent of hypocrisy no your psychiatrist sees a psychiatrist do you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't know it all either. Like your mechanics, he's yeah. a mechanic, right? You it's know? easier for me to have an outside perspective because I'm standing so far back. I can be like, oh, you're the foundation on your house is crooked. And you're standing in your house, realizing that you've been living on this grade for so long that it doesn't, you don't even think about mm -hmm. it. It's easier to have an outside perspective. It's harder for me to live my outside perspective, but that's why we're friends. We tell each other this shit. We get on our little podcast and I bitch and complain and get on and come out enlightened every fucking time it's so annoying dude just want to like so, leave it angry like this was some bullshit this was some bullshit we should be fucking done with this this is garbage yeah and then i leave and i'm like <sighs> so i want to i want to share with you something that i wrote this morning and you read some poetry no, break it down a, john it's not a poem Let's do it um so uh what's that word and i just um so my personality i don't know kind and funny it is it is ever changing and shifting and i feel by i feel shifts coming through me and around me more and more every day perhaps level footing is an illusion and balance is just being able to withstand the waves hmm. and that's that's kind of how i ended it yeah um because it just sounded it was it sounded like a good place to end it and so i'm just like okay I keep, I'm just going to keep getting fucking hit with waves 
And you I will. Just yeah. And if I get knocked up, right, or get knocked up, if I get knocked over, <laughs> or you get knocked up, yeah, you get knocked up. Uh, but I really think it. The sentiment is really appropriate. It really is. I mean, the the whole metaphor of this is really incredibly appropriate because it's not. It's just level footing to deal with the rocking of this metaphorical boat, right? Because mm -hmm. we're always hidden, dude. Come on, you never think like you think like about the extremes. At least I think about the extremes. Let me rephrase that. I think about the times I felt the best, the times I felt the worst, but I never think about the times I was completely inert and nothing was happening and nothing hurt, but nothing also didn't feel good. Yeah. Like I never think, man, that was a great just stare at the wall Sunday. You know what I mean? Like I never Don't think, remember those. Yeah. But those are the best because the thing that's not overwhelming, it's just happening. I mean, yes, the great times are great, but sometimes that just shit not shit happening and those slight changes that happen without you knowing it are sometimes better than the big changes because it's just these little course corrections like i said mm -hmm. like four seasons ago little tiny course corrections mm -hmm. yeah. yeah well i don't know tell your friends go fuck themselves perfect that's <laughs> that's what i needed to hear um yeah, i'm gonna yeah, get man. some texts someone i know these people i'm gonna get a text and someone's gonna be like no they won't no, yeah. they won't. Then no. they don't listen. To they that. won't listen to it. They don't listen to this shit. No, no. Um, well, I appreciate your insight as always. Yes. And, I appreciate uh, you fucking talking to me about this because it, like I said, it gives me perspective on my shit too, though. Yeah, it really does. You keep me sober, John. Keeps me sober. <laughs> keeps me sober, bro. Yeah. Um. All right. I will. Uh, I will be a new person next week, as you, as will you. And we'll yeah, be... <laughs> I'll have a different T-shirt on. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs>